This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to BetQL's You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, presented by BetMGM. I love when we get far enough into these themes. Like, I don't know if I've ever heard like that part of the song before. I like it. <laughs> Best bets coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, underdog money line parlay coming up in about 10 minutes. And our teaser conversation as well. Both six, uh, two team six pointer and monster. Uh, Packers and the Saints. Uh, if you didn't hear, Christian Watson, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander all out. Uh, what does this make me want to do from a yardage perspective in this game? Nothing. Uh, maybe Chris Olave goes for 150 yards. Maybe it's Michael Thomas. Maybe it's Rahid, Rashid Shahid. Uh, maybe it's Kendra Miller for the Saints running the ball. Maybe it's Tony Jones. I don't know if you knew this, Ken, but Tony Jones' cell phone number, 281-330-8004. Just figured I'd throw oh, yeah. that in there. No, uh, nice. no, no, no yardage prop. <laughs> no yardage props for the Saints and the Packers. But I got an anytime touchdown banger for you. The Island of Dr. Foster Moreau is out today for the New Orleans Saints. Jawan Johnson is the Saints' starting tight end. Do you know who the Saints' number two tight end is, Ken? Absolutely not. Oh, actually, wait. Is it... I have a guess. This might be a really bad guess, but I think this guy still plays. Like, is Jimmy Graham on there on the team again? It is. It oh is my Jimmy Graham. God. <laughs> yeah, yes. I can't... How about, how about beer They said that on Monday night. On the Monday night yeah. football game, they were like, yeah, Jimmy Graham, get the penalty there. I was like, get the penalty. He was on the field? Like, what what <laughs> yes. happened? Yes, he's back like in New purpose? Orleans. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy yeah. Graham. Uh, Jimmy Graham, anytime touchdown for beer money uh, for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Dolphins and the Broncos. Tyree Kill, maybe he's going to have a monster game. His yardage prop is really high. And like Patrick Sertan, probably going to be in shadow coverage on him throughout the game. Uh, Tyree could have 200 yards, just that I don't really feel comfortable betting it. Um, the one guy that I do feel comfortable betting, and I feel like after this week, we will see an adjustment in the uh, in the yardage prop for this player because he came back last week and like wasn't 100% in his first game back from the hamstring injury. That's Jerry Judy. Uh, Jerry Judy, 49 and a half receiving yards. Definitely like the over there for Denver's best wide receiver. Judy over receiving yards. Uh, pair of anytime touchdowns. We told you Salvan Ahmed out for Miami. That means Devon Shane will be the backup behind Raheem Mostert. Let's play Devon Shane anytime touchdown. And Ken, do you want to do the McLaughlin bit for us for Jaleel? Oh, are we doing uh, issue number one? Will Jaleel McLaughlin get an anytime touchdown? Yes or no? Jack Jamond. Oh, well, the answer apparently is right. Yeah, so I don't think we wrong. can do it here. <laughs> we get two it's touchdowns. Wrong. It's, it's wrong. Yeah. It's a Ride. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, one carry last week, one touchdown. A success rate, infinity. Let's go back to the well with Jaleel McLaughlin, who's better than Samaje P. Ryan for sure. McLaughlin, the group, anytime touchdown. Right. For the Denver Broncos. Uh, Vikings and the Chargers. Mike Williams, over 63 and a half receiving yards. Like, I... I think at some point Williams is going to have to start being lined in the 70s. 63, I feel like, is a bargain on Mike Williams. I, I'll still, 
Do me a favor, Alex, uh, just because I can't, won't be able to do this now, to see if you can get me the Alexander Madison number now. Now that Bradbury is like officially out, I don't know if I like this as much, but like this is a break on Madison's pricing. And I think everyone's off Madison now with the trade of, for Cam Akers midweek. And also Madison hasn't been great the first two weeks, put the ball on the ground a couple times on Thursday night football in week two against the Eagles. Madison's number, yeah, it's 50, still 50 and a half. I'm gonna I'm gonna play over, but I would understand with no Bradbury if people were kind of skittish about that. I actually feel like we can buy the dip on Madison right now and play over 50 and a half rushing yards, one anytime touchdown. Let's play Ty Chandler, Madison's backup, anytime touchdown for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Patriots and the Jets. It's raining. The skies are gray. The paint's running in the end zone. Not a lot going on here from a prop perspective. Only one. Uh, Patriots are down a number of cornerbacks. I know Zach Wilson stinks. But the other Wilson does not. Garrett Wilson over 48 and a half receiving yards. We saw it last week. Just like get the ball in his hands in space and Garrett Wilson's going to do great things. So maybe Zach Wilson's just completely brutal or maybe Garrett Wilson has a nice game today. Wilson, Garrett over 48 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Bills and the commies in our nation's capital. Um, let's hashtag buy the dip on Jahan Dotson. Uh, we bet Dotson's over in week number one. He went under and had a substandard game last week also. I think at some point, like, he's too talented for this to continue. So maybe it's a little bit of leap of faith by the Prop King here. But the Prop King believes in Jahan Dotson's talent. The thing that may screw this over is that Eric Bieniemy's using him like his A dot, his average depth of target is really short. This is a bet on talent. Dotson, over 44 and a half receiving yards. And something the Prop King noticed last week in the Commanders-Broncos game, Commanders pass rush, Ken, was electric in that game. You've talked about Chase Young a lot this week. Russell Wilson ran six times for 56 yards last week. Josh Allen's rushing yards prop is 30 and a half. Let's go over Josh Allen, 30 and a half rushing yards. Couple anytime touchdowns in this game. Last week, we bet Latavius Murray anytime touchdown at big odds. It cashed. This week, Murray and Damian Harris are both at the same price. Both guys have more red zone touches than James Cook. James Cook's the better player, but Harris and Murray get the ball in the red zone and down by the goal line. So let's uh, do half. An anytime touchdown on Murray, half an anytime touchdown on Harris, and then let's do the same for the Commanders' two tight ends, Logan Thomas out with the concussion, John Bates and Cole Turner. Tight ends get targeted by Sam Howell down in the red zone. Bates and Turner, like half beer, half pizza money on both of those guys, also on Lat Murray and Damian Harris. Jaguars and the Texans. Tank Bigsby, zero carries last week for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's the Travis Etienne show right now in Jacksonville. ETN over 68 and a half rushing yards. We played Tank Dell over last week. It cashed. Let's go back to the well. Tank Dell over 36 and a half receiving yards. And then a couple anytime touchdowns here. Tank Dell anytime touchdown. We played it last week and it hit. Let's play it again. And then uh, I actually need to check here. And Alex, see if you can change a bad job. I mean, I should have checked during the break. Who is active as the Texans' number three running back today? Mike Boone or Dare Ogunwabale? I think it's Ogunwabale. Boone was a healthy scratch last week. If the Texans are going to be down in this game and are going to be chasing points, Ogunwabale is going to play a lot as the pass-catching back at a huge price to score an anytime touchdown. Whichever one of those guys is active, Dare or Boone, we'll get you that information before we go off the air at 1 o'clock Eastern time. Ravens and the Colts. It's dreary. Oh, Agunwabale is inactive, so that'll be Mike Boone, assuming Boone's active anytime touchdown for the Houston Texans. Yeah, I hate him. And I mean that, too. Like, I actually dislike him personally. Never met him. <laughs> Screwed me a couple times. Uh, it's rainy in Baltimore. The skies are gray. Would you rather be outside or on the bus? All aboard. 
The Gus Bus. Justice Hill, out. J.K. Dobbins, out for the year. The corpses of Melvin Gordon and Kenyon Drake behind him. Gus Edwards, over. 49 and a half. Rushing yards. Seahawks and the Panthers coming over tonight as we move to the afternoon slate. M-I-N-G-O. Mingo was his name-o. Panthers offense has been brutal thus far this year, but Mingo is getting targets, his tons of air yards, average depth of target. I think the Red Rifle can get the ball to Carolina's most talented wide receiver. That is M-I-N-G-O, and Mingo was his name-o. Over 36.5 receiving yards. And then there's a 10-yard uh, uh, difference in yardage prop between Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I think Metcalf's the better player, but like the gap should never be that severe in my estimation, in the Prop Kings estimation. Let's play Lockett over 54 and a half receiving yards, and then Mingo, anytime touchdown and first touchdown. Half beer and pizza money on both of those for the Carolina Panthers. Chiefs and the Bears. Last week, Travis Kelsey eased back into the lineup by Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. This week, all systems go. Hashtag bet square, don't care. Kelsey, over 70 and a half receiving yards, and then reports coming out of Hallis Hall this week. The next sentence could go in a number of places, but this will go in a positive one. Roshan Johnson is going to be the 1A, according to Bears beat reporters. Khalil Herbert will be the 1B. If that's the case and the Bears are trailing, Johnson is the better pass catcher, and I think he's the better running back. Roshan Johnson over 40 and a half combined rushing and receiving yards. Cowboys and the Cardinals. Uh, Dallas, whether the offensive lineman play or not, should win this game pretty easily. Tony Pollard, over 71.5 rushing yards. And then the Cardinals are going to have to be chasing points most likely in this game. No Trevon Diggs. Hollywood Brown, I think, is a little mispriced here, only at 42.5 receiving yards. Hooray for Hollywood, over 42.5 receiving yards. One anytime touchdown. Cavante Turpin gets the ball in the red zone every, the first two games of the season for the Cowboys. Beer money on Cavante Turpin, anytime touchdown for Dallas. And we'll close with the Raiders and the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. Um, I like the over in this game upon further reflection, Ken, because I, I like a lot of props in this game. I'm going to bet the over, over 43 and a half. We'll do best bets next segment. Um, a couple props here. Jalen Warren, over 46 and a half combined rushing receiving yards. He's just better than Najee Harris. George Pickens, over 53 and a half receiving yards. No Deontay Johnson. He's the alpha in this receiving group right now. Pickens, over. And then... We're going to line Devante. The first number is going to be a seven. It's an auto bet. I could lose it 20 times in a row, and I'd bet it the 21st because he's awesome. Devante over 76 and a half receiving yards. And those are thy royal props, yardage and touchdown for this week three, Ken, NFL Sunday. Here on Countdown to Kickoff with Dick and Ken. Some yeah. new nicknames there. Uh, M-I-N-G-O. Mingo was his name-o. Did you like that? There was a receiver on the road. Mingo was his name. <laughs> and and Bryce Young could and get him the ball. So here's Andy yeah, Dalton, right. <laughs> M-I-N-G-O. Uh, all right. We'll do monsters and monster teaser in a second here. But first, Ken, what is the Moneyline underdog parlay for week number three in the National Football League? Yeah, a, a few options we could go with here. Uh, the one I would put in the most, this is going to be a really funny one. The one I'll put in the most confidently uh, is the Steelers. We talked about liking them plus three, uh, good plus money price for them to win. Vegas has a good home field advantage. Also, it's Josh McDaniels favorite in a game. So money line oppo seems like a pretty good idea. Steelers, number one, uh, leg two. I mean, everybody's betting it anyway, but I, I want this to happen. And we bet this team anyway, not at these numbers. I'll take the commanders as leg number two. Uh, just we, we have them in the game anyway. I, I want them to be good desperately because I, I bet Rivera for coach of the year. I bet Chase Young comeback player of the year. I have the win total over for them. Lots of good things that, that happen if they, they beat the Bills today. And then leg number three, 
I really didn't like, like I could say like the Packers, but they're plus one. It doesn't really matter. I don't really like anything else. Okay. Okay, market. You want to do weird things in Seattle games all the time that are totally unpredictable and lead to crazy outcomes? We'll take the Panthers as like number three. So Steelers at Vegas, Commanders home Buffalo, and then the team that everyone wants that I can't possibly understand, but has also been right the last two weeks. Uh, the team in the Seattle game, the dog that's getting bet, that's Carolina this week. Sure, like prove it. What, what I, don't, I have no idea how this is going to happen, and yet, and yet I, I, I kind of think it's going to happen. Uh, a little more than 18 to 1 if you make that three-team money line parlay, oh, underdog right. parlay at BetMGM. Um, just one note, uh, Jay Glazer on the NFL on Vox right now on television, and like a bunch of Twitter accounts are tweeting this out, um, that the yeah. Bears remain uncommitted to Justin Fields as, their, as the long-term um, option to quarterback. I, I'm not, I don't know if that's something that should move a point spread, just like this team's a disaster. Like, I bet the Chiefs, like, maybe the Bears cover, just like, I, I don't know how you click that button on Chicago with confidence. They, they could win, who knows, just, I mean. Sure. I guess that takes us into the monster teaser conversation. Right, perfect. For the people that don't right, know. Yeah, perfect timing. Uh, the monster teaser is a revolutionary technology. No, it's a, it's a, it's a four-team, 13-point teaser. Um, when you place it, you will ask yourself this question. How does it lose? The answer is in, in a variety of really painful ways, as it turns out. So, Ken, let's try and assemble a winning monster teaser for this week. And the tie-in here will be, uh, I'm guessing we will have the Kansas City Chiefs basically just to win the game in the monster teaser. Maybe even along with the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, number number one overall pick. Uh, Chiefs plus a half. It's uh, number one overall pick. So, Chiefs basically just to win the game. Not the best use of the 13 points. You also just need them to beat the Bears at home. That seems like a pretty good idea. Uh, number two pick could be Dallas, and I think they should probably be in this anyway. It's yeah. just like, are there actually are there actually things you like even more than that? Like, do you like what like whatever you prefer? Same what we do on the show all the time. Dallas plus a half, or like Steelers sixteen. I got Steelers Josh six, McDaniels. Steelers yeah. sixteen. I, how about how about both? I think both are like absolutely yeah. excellent. I think in Josh McDaniels' career coaching the Raiders, he's won exactly one game by this margin or more, and it was against the Houston Texans at home. So just, you know, Steelers to keep it close seems like a pretty good idea. So Chiefs, Steelers, I think probably Dallas. Yeah. But, uh, and then I, a couple other ones uh, that stood out. I, Patriots plus 10.5 against Zach Wilson. The fact that, like, you win on 10. Because like, you could you see a scenario 10, where the Jets are like up Zach three. Wilson. And, like, yeah, like the Jets are up three at the end, and then Mac throws that it's a pick six, and and the Jets win by ten, and you still win at that point at ten and a half. I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, two and two and a half, uh, even teasing the favorites. Like, well, normally you don't want to go through zero. Here we have no such concerns. So the, those were a few that stood out to me, and there are others, but I don't think I'm going to like any of them. Uh, like, you, I mean, you could say honestly, I know I just took their money line. You could argue like Seattle eight and a half plus eight and a half, like Dalton by margin. Not something that's going to happen very often at Seattle, but I think I back off that game. That's a weird game. So Chiefs, Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots is probably the four for me. Do you agree with that? Would you like a Denver plus 19? I, I mean, like, yes, as much as I like all these other ones, probably. I guess it's just, do you like that more? Do you like that more than the Patriots? I guess is the question, because that's the one we'd probably um, take out. I think I probably like or the, the Patriots more, even though I do like yeah. Denver in the game. Um, last thing here with the numbers that we have right now, give us 30 seconds here, Ken. What is, like, the ideal two-team six-point teaser at, at current market prices? Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a little tricky because, like, the, the board's so sloppy on so many games. I think if you can get Packers one and a half to seven and a half, 
and Chargers one and a half to seven and a half. That does exist in a few places. Like that, that's the ideal. Um, there, there really aren't a lot of other games on the board. I don't really want the big favorites this week. So yeah, like you could tease Jacksonville and Baltimore basically just to win. Um, just bad injury situation. Jacksonville's offense a little, little shoddy. So Chargers up. I, I think is the best leg if you can find that kind of stuff. Chargers up, Packers up, but if you want to do the two big favorites, that's okay too. And it does look like you can get Packers up basically everywhere at this point right now. All right, on the other side, the time has come. Best bets for every game on the board. Week three, NFL Sunday with Nick and Ken.